With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man. Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now to the Fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet, and we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. Hey guys, Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day to join the Patreon. Reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, we went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in re- rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, just tr- uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even in, even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now join the patreon and join uh join a great fantasy football group but more like a fantasy football family you had to put it all on the line for some vegas pipe dream hey, i took a risk i took a risk you you see all the angles you never have the fucking stones to play one stones you're a little punk i'm not playing for the thrill of fucking victory here i will rent alimony child support i play for money my kids eat what's happening guys happy thursday morning and welcome to week one of the nfl season a place we thought we would never be uh due to that rona uh people thought that the world was coming to an end but god bless the nfl the owners the players and everyone involved they have been uh man they have been determined to get this thing done whether it was free agency the rookie draft camp everything uh, it's not been what it normally has been but the nfl has done a tremendous job of getting this shit show on the road but i'll tell you who's not a shit show he is my co-host he is the good doctor his name is dr kyle you can follow him on twitter at 
DWZ underscore Dr. PT. Dr. PT, what's good in New York City, kid? Uh, not a shit show tonight, but on many a weekends, I might be a shit show. So you caught me in the right mood. You know, it's funny. You and I were talking via Twitter DM over the weekend, and you were like, I'm a little sauced. <laughs> yeah, where was I? I think you were oh, in yeah. Houston. No, I was, so I was in Houston for work the past couple of days. That's a that's a, a little bit of a look into my, my professional life. But the weekend, I was in New Jersey with my wife's family for some Labor Day shenanigans. Did you do what I told, told you to do and get down on some Betty Naps while you were there? Use your in-laws and your 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 uh, your missus family to create a faux address. I did not this weekend, but I'll make sure to. The the, the ones following. so I downloaded William Hill Nevada. I downloaded their app because that's a very big sports book, and they want you to take pictures of the front and back of your driver's license. I don't know if that's to confirm that I am an Indiana resident. I don't know if it's to confirm my age, but yeah. I was like, man. I, I guess I could see it from like a legal standpoint, you know, they, they, they want to make sure that you're, you're not 12, you know, or that you're not like a, a resident of the state of New York, which you are to, to avoid uh, some shenanigans. I got my ways around it. It's going to happen. I'll figure yeah, it out. I mean, you, you just text me and say, Hey man, get, get me down on X. We're going to talk about all the things we're getting down on here in just a second, but we've got a lot to cover. So we're going to get into this in the body of the show. We were totally expecting player props for week one to be available as we went live on YouTube on uh, Wednesday night for Thursday morning podcast release. That is not the case. Now we're going to talk about a couple of props that we anticipate being able to get down on uh, this weekend. And what we will do is both myself and Kyle will do a short 5-10 minute uh, YouTube live video. So if you want to make sure that you don't miss that, go to YouTube, the Dynasty War Zone, and subscribe. Turn notifications on, as well as injury stuff. Now, Dr. Kyle, you've not had enough time to to cover this, but like we'll give them a like a, a cheap free example right now. So it came out today that Mike Evans has missed some practice time with a uh, hamstring. And he missed the back end of last season with a hamstring injury. On a, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most nervous. How nervous are you are for this man's, uh, this man's hamstring? I, I think I'm right in the middle. I, you know, I'm not lukewarm. Uh, I, I, I think I'm, like, I'm about lukewarm. Like, I'm not cold, but I'm, I'm not hot. You know, I would be curious to see what hamstring it is this year relative to last year. Because I think Evans has had some hamstring issues in previous seasons. Um, you know, I'll be looking at uh, to see what his practice availability is the next few days. But yeah, he, he might be a, a wait-and-see guy this weekend if you got better options. Yeah, he was a guy I was already looking to fade in like a DFS format or in, uh, you know, like, like a tournament, you know, where I can. You know, maybe in a deep dynasty league you could avoid playing him. Uh, I think he's had two catches in his last two games against Marshawn Lattimore as is. You know, you have a limited, you know, camp with Tom Brady. And then, you know, you're playing on a gimpy hamstring. That could be bad news bears. So yeah. this is going to be something. We're going to talk about DFS here in just a little bit in the pod. But, you know, you, you might be willing to take a flyer on an, an O.J. Howard or a, a Cameron Bray or maybe even a Gronk. Sure. Uh, would, would, would that be something you'd be willing to do? Is this something that popped in my head as I was tweeting with this with the, uh, the boys in the Goat District podcast? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, Tom Brady has 
loved his tight ends in the past, especially in the red zone in the middle of the field where things can be wide open when those big guys are getting down, down the field on the outside. Absolutely. So we've got some betting stuff. We're going to talk about our week one best bets, things that we like, things that we, we don't. Uh, some likes, some leans. We're going to jump into that in just a second. Uh, but do have a lot of things to remind you guys of very, very quickly. So the Debbie Show with Kane, Jerry, Josh, and Shane will be dropping sometime this month. They've got about eh, they got about three or four Mondays left in the in the calendar month of September. But they're going to be really dropping names that you need to know as a dynasty player. So be on the lookout for that. If you're subscribed to the YouTube channel or if you're subscribed to the podcast feed, you will not miss it on the Monday when it drops. Uh, the Dynasty Warzone, man, we, we had a banger uh, yesterday. That would have been Wednesday drop on the pod, Tuesday live on YouTube. And again, YouTube streams, man. Uh, our man, Matty Big Chest, he is our graphics designer, and he has done a great job with his Matty's uh, Table Talk series. I think he's dropped four videos over there on our YouTube stream already. So if you're not already subscribed, subscribed, excuse me, again, Dynasty War, go to The Dynasty Warzone on YouTube. Subscribe, boom, you will not miss any of this. We just redrew for the autographed DK Metcalf jersey. The winner was Tay JC3, the live stream of that, the, the shit show live stream, and then the real live stream were both filmed on 9-9 before this very podcast. And uh, guess what, Dr. Kyle? I've got one more uh, full rebuild dynasty contractor on Friday. What do you think about that? Whoa. Okay. So I, I like that right as the season started. Yeah, it was, it was a last minute special for, uh, a, a good dude. His name's, uh, Brian. This guy is, he calls himself the FF underscore junkie. And my man's been picking up orphans left and right. And this was an ugly one. We spent about 40, 45 minutes covering this team. And after this episode that will drop this weekend of week one, I want to start doing recap shows. I've got to get you on there. A little peek behind the curtain. When I rolled out the contractor, I wasn't sure how this was going to go. So I grabbed Dr. Kyle here, and the very first one was you. How's that roster looking, by the way? You know, it is in what I would call like like Memphis-approved rebuild mode. I've sort of, you know, I'm, I've booted the season more or less, but I got a couple young quarterbacks. I have a very deep, young wide receiver roster. I have pretty much no assets at running back, um, but I'm okay with that right now, and I'll let everybody try and pump them to me, thinking that I, I need them, but, you know, that's going to be the last piece we add. Yeah, and you can check that out over at my uh, my good buddies, the Dynasty Happy Hours podcast feed. Subscribe over there. And by the way, I appreciate all of you that have left ratings and reviews for the Dynasty Happy Hour feed uh, and put my name in, in the reviews. That means a ton. And then let us hit some sponsors. Uh, first of our, first of all, our newest one is MyBookie.ag. What do you know about MyBookie, Doctor Kyle? Oh, we're going to be active on MyBookie this year. Hundred percent. They are the official sponsor of the Big Bet Podcast. Uh, they they go hand in glove with what we do. A lot of the lines and over and unders we're going to provide on tonight's show were provided by MyBookie.ag. Uh, our promo code will not be active until next week for a deposit bonus. But if you go to my Twitter handle, at DWZMemphis, or the show's Twitter handle, at Dynasty Warzone, there is a link that would give us direct credit for you signing up at mybookie.ag, and that would get you a 100% uh, 
deposit match up to a certain amount. I want to say it's a grand. Don't quote me on that because I don't have the exact link yet. I, I saw your eyes light up, Doctor Kyle. You're you're a degenerate. I love that. I am too. I got the uh, you know the FanDuel promotional email, and you know I, it comes up on my phone. I just see the little little header quick as like you know a deposit match, and I open it. It's like up to ten dollars. I'm like, yeah, I'll see you when maybe you got twenty five or fifty. But if they're gonna match up to a thousand, oh man, I will be very active this year. Yeah, and and it's one of the better matches in the industry. A lot of people are doing a hundred percent matches. Some are up to a hundred bucks. Some are up to five. I'm pretty sure this is a grand, but you'll know for sure when you go to my Twitter handle or the show's Twitter handle and click that link in the bio. So that is our official gambling partner of the fabulous Big Bet. Uh, we obviously have the Dynasty Warzone Patreon. That's for all you hardcore dynasty and fantasy degenerates that want the best group chat in the league, uh, in the world, along with... Uh, an extra podcast every week and one-on-one -on -one help with your rosters with me, with my co-host over there, Jerry, at the Dynasty War Zone, and a lot more. Uh, it's a community of good people who love talking fantasy football. And then, Doctor, you're a doctor of physical therapy, so uh, you you stay in pretty good shape. I do my best. You know, uh, I'm also sort of a, in or up up until today, I was in a very unique situation working in an office in one of, if not the best gym in the country in Soho, New York. Um, but sad to say that that gym will not be uh, reopening due to COVID. So, you know, there will be better times there. But, you know, I've uh, I've gone from uh, some, some heavy powerlifting and shifted to a bit more conditioning and some outdoor kettlebell work of late. So, yes, always doing my best. Outdoor kettlebell work. I dig it the most. Man, if you're an athlete or you're into what they call athleisure or athletic fashion wear, check out my newest sponsor. This is one that I wear. If you go to the show's Instagram, at Dynasty Warzone, there is actual pictures of me doing actual workouts, lifting heavy-ass weight in my brand, uh, Hate Brand Goods, and that's the thehviii.com. And if you use the promo code MEMPHIS at checkout, you will save uh, a little something-something off your purchase price. The joggers are amazing. Now, here's the one caveat I will say about this. This company makes small batch stuff. They're very sharp business people at the hate. So they make X number of goods. You'll see some of the shorts that I'm wearing. Uh, I'm wearing one of the t-shirts tonight. It's one of the OG t-shirts of the line. I, I've been a supporter of this brand for a long time. And if you're looking for something a little bit different to mix in, go into the gym, and it's highly functional. I am uh, never going to be confused for uh, who's the best athlete in the NFL. Oh, Lamar? Yeah, he's, the, uh, he's definitely the Barkley. best. How, how about Darius Leonard? Oh, okay. Not, not bad. Uh, no. Jonathan Taylor. Homer. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sitting here spitting all straight Colts, but um, I, I love this stuff. For the gym, you can run in it, you can lift in it, uh, you can go swimming in it. It's got the uh, the swimwear gimmick. So head over to thehate.com, use the promo code MEMPHIS. Again, the website is thehviii.com. And if you want the link, it's also in the uh, show's Twitter handle as well as the podcast description of the, the podcast you're listening to. It's in the show description. So with all that being said, Dr. Kyle, are you ready to talk about some week one? Let's get into it. We've been waiting how many fucking months for this day? Oh, my goodness gracious. Now, we don't have a lot on Thursday night. At least I don't. Um, is, is any of your, your bets week, uh, Thursday night's week one game? 
my bets are not the the Thursday night game, but I am. You know, if somebody's gonna do some DFS with the Thursday night game, I'm intrigued by like like a Randall Cobb uh, wide receiver start with Brandon Cooks uh, quad being maybe a little bit bulky. Though I've heard I've heard from a good source that all of the receivers in the Houston offense have looked good, and Deshaun is clicking with the offense, and the running backs are getting involved in that pass game this year. Um, so I think some some cheap cheap guys in that Texans offense is going to be a good look, but not touching the over under or the spread. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Mybookie.ag. I'm looking at Houston getting nine and a half on the road at Kansas city uh, over and under 54. If you bet Houston straight up to win the game outright, you're plus three thirty on the money line. So I don't really, none of that really tickles my fancy. I didn't see any player props that I love right away. Um, I would be looking for some David Johnson ones. Obviously, I think Houston's going to be behind and in catch-up mode. And if you can get a David Johnson total yardage bet, what would be a number of total yards with David Johnson you would feel comfortable with? And obviously, I, it would have to be rushing and receiving for me to even want to touch it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming these will be out more tomorrow and the weekend because obviously you can't put a lot of these out until they know the starting lineup or close to. Usually, FanDuel gets them out early. But I didn't see him anywhere uh, across the board. I had to go across the pond actually to uh, to get one of my player props. We're going to cover later in the show. Anything uh, that 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 you would have to see to get down on DJ? I think DJ uh, maybe in like the the seventy nine range combined yardage over under. I think I like that. I, I would go over there. That that would be a smash. I think you're probably going to yeah. see this somewhere around like eighty nine and a half. 94 and a half is, is what I think they'll do. I could see them saying somewhere in the neighborhood of like 65 yards rushing, you know, 30, 30 yards receiving. And I think I would bet the over comfortably up to about 94. Again, I think they're going to be behind if Brandon Cooks is limited. What's this offense look like? Mm-hmm. You know, come from behind mode is, is the, the feeling. Remember, this was the team that was up like 20 or 24 against the Chiefs in the playoffs. It ended up losing by 20. They did beat him in the regular season, though, in Kansas City. This is true. Do you remember the score of that game? I just remember the score of the playoff game was like they scored like 60, almost 70 points, if I remember correctly. I want to say that game was something in the ballpark of like 31-27 maybe. Yeah, so the over and under of like 54, you know, might be something that intrigues you. I I have nothing on this game, except I'm just excited to watch it. You know, I'd love to have a, a, like, you know, a a little wager on there. But one thing you're going to learn about me and Dr. Kyle as we go through this season with you, we're not going to force it. We're we're looking to hit that 55%. We're looking to beat the dastardly bookie. We're looking to put money in our pockets, and you can't do that going hog wild, betting every game. It can't be, oh, hey, there's a game on tonight. I better have some action. I'm cool with having action if it's action that we like. So, Dr. Kyle, I'm going to throw it to you. What is the week one game that you do lean toward or one that you like and that you're going to bet? I like the Cardinals plus seven against the 49ers. They, uh, they played San Francisco super competitively last year, and San Francisco is banged up in their wide receiver core. I, we're going to see regression with their defense. I think we're going to see progression with the Cardinals offense. I know, I know 
what's the phrase you used to describe Cliff Kingsbury that uh, Jerry loves? He's a... A crumb bum and a shoe clerk? Bingo. I mean, um, he's really more Chip Kelly 2.0 to me. That, that, I, don't, yeah. I don't have enough of a sample size to prove that, but that's really the feel I get. A, a much more handsome Chip Kelly 2.0, <laughs> but keep going. No, so I feel I feel you know Rosalie was on a few weeks ago and she got us got the the, the tire spinning in regards to what the Cardinals could be this year and uh, like like she said the Cardinals played the Niners strong last year we're gonna see the Niners defense I think take a step back they were they were a bit weak down the stretch last year um, even though they got off to a hot start and I think Arizona is gonna come out firing they're gonna be um, getting up to the line of scrimmage quick doing you know the Chip Kelly two. Chip Kelly 2.0 thing. And, uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to come away with it outright, but plus seven feels really nice. So I'm looking at the the amount of points this this team gave up over the last handful of weeks. So in week 17 against Seattle, in Seattle, they gave up 21. Uh, in uh, week 16 against the Rams, they gave up 31. Against the Falcons, they lost and gave up 29. They gave up 46 to the Saints. 20 to the Ravens, and then they did, they did only give up 8 to the Packers, where they absolutely shellacked them. And then they gave up 26 to the same Cardinals team. So the, the, the team that early in the season started off giving up points like 17-17, 23-7, shutout against the Redskins, 13 against the Carolina Panthers. When they started playing teams with a little bit better offenses, you know, all of a sudden the, the point totals came up. So I... I can completely, you know, get with that. And they did play the Cardinals. They beat the Cardinals 36 to 26. And then uh, in their second go around, I am looking uh, 28-35 in uh, on Halloween. Beat the beat the Cardinals by three. And then that was in Arizona. And then at San Francisco, they beat them by 10. So I don't hate it. And I don't think this defense is as scary as the uh the point spread would make it seem Kyle agreed agreed yeah what do you got for us well I, I got a couple so I got I got a lean that I really like and I like it now more than ever so uh my, my lean and I, I have not bet this yet but I, I want to see if the number goes up because there's no point in being in a hurry and that's Denver at home on Monday night they were getting the last time we talked about this line they were getting one and a half points at home that, no, that number has now shifted up to two and a half to three. Depends on, on where you get your... Yeah, they're getting a field goal at home. So are you ready for a mind-blowing stat? I, I hope it is a Broncos at home in the first two weeks of the season stat because I don't know what it is, but it's like they are absurdly good. Let's go. I actually have a Broncos at home over the first month of the season. So, so this will go from typically the first week of September through the, the first week of October. You know, but that first month of the season as teams are really getting into quote unquote football shape. And at home, this and I went back the first four games and I looked at home games, sometimes there was two, sometimes there was three, sometimes there was one. But going back to two thousand and ten, okay? Ten okay. seasons ten seasons worth, um, they played uh thirty total games at home in that first month standpoint, right? They are twenty four and six straight up at home in that time period. I mean, Mile High, Mile High City is a hell of a place. Denver, Colorado and the Colorado Springs area is one of my, my wife's absolute favorite places to go vacation. We've been there many times. We've gone hiking. 
Um, we were talking about working out and stuff. I consider myself someone in pretty good shape. And when that, when that, I'm not, not like pro athlete shape, but still, man, you get there and it just hits you different. Today, I was listening to the, uh, uh, a, a podcast with Ross Tucker. Ross Tucker was an, uh, a lineman mm-hmm. with, with many teams throughout the NFL. And he was talking about the impact of this. And then he was talking about now you add in the adrenaline of week one. You know, you've not played any preseason games. And, and uh, I've got a special Derrick Henry stat I'm going to get to later when we talk about player props. But I, I'm really liking this game. So right now, it's a lean. I'm leaning to Denver at home plus the three. I wouldn't be surprised if Denver won this game straight up. But that's my lean. But my, my bet of the week is I am betting the uh, Washington Redskins, oh, excuse me, Washington football team and Philadelphia Eagles over the 43 points on my bookie. In week one of 2019, these two teams combined for 59 points at Philadelphia. I mean, that's like, what, 50% more, or not quite 50% more than the current over and under of 43. It's close. And, and then in week 15 of 2019 at Washington, where this game will be played, these two teams combined for 64 points. So wow. in, in their two games last year, they absolutely shattered this over of 43 points. And then I want to share a tweet from J.J. Zacharyson, more of a mm-hmm. fantasy football guy. Um, you can find him on Twitter, at LateRoundQB. And he posted that the closest comparison to the 2020 offseason was the lockout season of 2021. In the first week of the 2011 season, 12 of the 16 games hit the over that week. So I've got history on my side. Um, the last, the most two recent games they played, and one of those was with Dwayne Haskins, who will be starting with the football team this okay. weekend. Uh, Jalen Rager was in practice on Wednesday doing quote-unquote everything. So he, he, he could be out there. And, you know, it, it, the, the, the spread and the over and under tell me that this game should be somewhere around 24.5 to 18. And I really see this more of like a 27-21, 28-24 type game. So for me, I like and I will bet the over 43 at mybookie.ag. Uh, what do you think about my two games? Any any comments, criticisms, concerns? I'm going to ship you a couple 20s to throw down for me since I'm a New Yorker. Yeah, and if I, uh, if I win, I will ship you a couple of 20s back. <laughs> But, but no, th- th- those are two games that I really liked. Um, some of the other games that we liked a few weeks ago in our early preview, the Oakland Raiders at Carolina, that game has went from plus from uh, Carolina plus one and a half to Carolina all the way up to plus two and a half, three. Depends on where you get your numbers. Yep. And, and the other game that I absolutely loved was the L.A. Chargers at Cincinnati giving up three. That's now been bet up to three and a half or four. And I won't touch it at that because I, I feel like that'll be a close game. I don't think Derwin James was the reason. Uh, I think that that game's been bet in that particular direction. And remember, um, we're going to talk about some week two lines here in just a second. But the closer you get to game time, the sharper the line gets and the harder it is to beat. You know, um, we didn't talk about the Monday night game, but when the Giants and the Steelers when that line first came out back in, I think it was May, when these games first hit the board, the Steelers were giving up two and a half. And now that's up to five and a half, six. And my man Steve Fezzik of Fezzik Sports on Twitter, he thinks it'll be bet all the way up to the Giants plus seven. And I'm wow. Like, and I may ha- yeah, man, that's a four and a half point move. That's 
That's huge. That, that's Big Ben elbow news move is what that is. I, I think it's, you know, uh, people, you know, really driving that number up. And I think Pittsburgh's went from a great value laying two and a half back in like late May, early June to being over bet to where you now got to lay six. And by game day, by game day, it could be seven. So those are some of the week one games and lines that we like. Anything else in week one before we take a look ahead at week two? What was the over-under for the Bengals-Chargers one? Because that one, because I know you said it had shootout potential, and I, I agree. I felt like that, that one could be one where it, it smashes the over. My biggest fear there is Cincinnati's offensive line. The, right. o- the over-and-under in that game is 42. So you're, you're, you're looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of like... 24-20 is over. 24-20 is over. You know? A 20, yeah, I mean... Maybe. I, I, I don't feel comfortable with it. Uh, I, I just, I mean, you're asking me to go over with Tyrod and Joe Burrow, a journeyman Jag quarterback and a rookie in his very first start in the NFL versus, I know they're short Derwin James, but yeah. that's still a mean, a mean secondary and a mean front four for the, for the uh, Chargers. So I don't think I like that one, but if uh, you, you want to get a 20 spot down on it, anything else in week one? Any, any, oh, another game that, that's got bet uh, way down. You were getting Green Bay plus three and a half to three. That game has been bet down to where it's Green Bay plus two and a half. Hmm. So, so the lines are moving. And, you know, that, that's why it pays. If you love something early, we get down on it. So I've already shared kind of mine. I'm going to let Kyle get into his week two bet. What what have you seen in the week two early lines that that you're digging? The Saints are four-and-a-half-point favorites against the Las Vegas Raiders, who two weeks ago were only one-and-a-half-point favorites to the Panthers. Uh, I feel like that line is going to move closer to to five-and-a-half-six between now and that first game. Breeze is out for blood. Um, Sean Payton, like that offense, I don't – I would be interested in seeing what the – the returning snaps on that offense is because Breeze, Kamara, Thomas, Cook, even Latavius Murray, like staples of that offense for now and uh, or for years now. Um, and, you know, Oakland's going to be trotting out two rookie receivers who have all the hype in the world. But at the end of the day, they're still rookie receivers who have had uh, an, uh, an abbreviated offseason with Derek Carr. Um, yeah, that was the one that looked like an obvious – obvious play for me you know i i avoided over unders this week it just it feels like a weird a weird year to get on them early but i think after i see how this week plays out then i'll probably find an over under that i like for next week all right well i I shared mine last week but i wanted to give you a little bit of uh background music as to why i like it mine is and i've already bet this uh i bet my uh 101 dollar free bet on Atlanta plus seven at Dallas in week two. And I think that number will shrink considerably after week one. I think Atlanta will play Seattle tough at home. And uh, I think Dallas will have their hands full in LA with the Rams in that new stadium. So I'm, uh, I'm interested to see what this line does once we actually see action on Sunday. You know, Dallas over the last eight games of 2019, you know, th- they went four and four. And uh, only two of those wins were by seven or more. They beat the Rams by seven, uh, and they beat the Washington. They beat the breaks off the Redskins once they were officially out of the playoffs. 
right. was, it was like the minute that pressure was released off of them, like like a like a steamer or an Instapot. Once that steam was let off of them, and they're like, "Screw it, we're not going to go to the playoffs anyway." They hung a beating on the Washington football team with a with a dead man walking coaching staff. So, uh, and then Dallas. So over the last eight games of the season, they gave up 178 points which was four and a half, eh, not quite four and a half points a game more than they gave up over the first eight games of the season. Mm-hmm. So, so the last eight games of the season, they gave up 28, 27, 13, 26, 31, 21, 17, and 16. And then you have an Atlanta team over their last eight games of the season. They went six and two. And they had wins over New Orleans. They had wins over San Francisco. And they had wins over Tampa Bay in there. And th- their defense got, I won't say really tough, but when head coach Dan Quinn turned over the uh, defensive play calling duties to Raheem uh, Morris, I almost called him Raheem Mostert, but Raheem Morris, <laughs> over their last eight games, they gave up 9, 3, 35, 26, 20, 22, 12, and 22. So I, I think that Atlanta's got the better defense. I think they've got just as good of an offense. And I don't think Atlanta has to go into Dallas and win that game, but I damn sure don't feel like Dallas is going to go in there and boat race them and, yeah. and, and beat them by a touchdown. I mean, the over and under in that game's 50 on mybookie.ag. So, I mean, they're talking seven touchdowns plus a little, and I'm here for it. I'm a big fantasy player, as everybody knows, over at the Dynasty War Zone, and it's on turf. Weather should be good in the Jerry Dome, and I'm, I'm here for it. I just don't see them running away with this, and that Dallas defense that I just quoted the, the record over the last four games and the scores they gave up, I would argue that defense is worse. They brought, yeah. in, they brought in Gerald McCoy, who they lost to the season to injury. They lost their best corner in Byron Jones. I think that secondary is a weakness, and last time I checked, the Atlanta Falcons have got a pretty, pretty good offense there in hot Atlanta. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I just feel a shootout. I don't know that I'm willing to bet over 50 points, but – I feel very comfortable early, and I'm already down on Atlanta plus seven. What were you going to say there, Dr. Kyle? I mean, we talked about last week how we both uh, we were both trying to sneak Atlanta into the playoff picture somehow. Um, and that number, six and two over the last eight games with wins against the Saints and the Niners, that, uh, that might be something I get in on before this week starts. Yeah, I mean, eight to one. I mean, even if you throw down, you know, 25 bucks, it's, it's 200 if you win. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not unfathomable to think that – you know, 41-year-old Drew Brees and 43-year-old Tom Brady. Like, remember Peyton Manning's last year? All of a sudden, you know, old, old uh, father time blindsides you from the backside, and all of a sudden you look every bit of your 41 and 43. All, all of a sudden he was Chad Pennington. Couldn't all, reach the hash marks. All, all of a sudden you look like Phillip Rivers shucking, you know, shot. Wait a minute, that's my quarterback. Forget Phil Rivers. We're, we're moving on. Yeah, he's like doing – if you're watching on the YouTubes, you know, you're like doing that that shit. Uh, all right, that makes a horrible sound on my, uh, my my terrible podcast here. All right, let's talk about some player props. You had one that you mentioned. Now, again, we can't give you official numbers yet because we could not find these anywhere. Uh, I've got a few numbers I got from my friend Lewis. Lewis is a resident of the beautiful country of Australia. He shared with us a betting site that had a few, uh, few player props on there, so I will share these with you. But I'll jump back on the live YouTube stream sometime this weekend and make this official once I have the official number. And that'll probably be the way we do it going forward. Kyle may even throw in an injury update on some players when he does his live 
uh, YouTube stream later in the week. But Kyle, who, who yeah. were you looking at but couldn't find a line on? Uh, Deontay Johnson. Um, that Steelers-Giants game, I just feel like the Steelers are going to have their way with the Giants. I think they still call what the Giants have uh, behind the linebackers. I think it's still technically called a secondary, um, but I don't think Ben Roethlisberger, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Deontay Johnson care too much about their uh, second-rate corners and safeties out there. Um, and Deontay Johnson is, you know, he, as a rookie last year, I believe he led rookies in receptions last year. And that was with um, Jerry and Memphis at quarterback in Pittsburgh. Hey, you know what? Uh, would, would that, no, because I, I would have got my ass whipped if someone hit me with a helmet. At least I would have got my ass whipped uh, fighting back. Um, but, that, but Jerry looks more like a duck. <laughs> I mean, that's tough. That, that is tough. I, I like the Deontay Johnson and very interested to see what that is. Uh, yeah, if that's, if that's in like the, the 54 and a half to 59 and a half rate, uh, 59 and a half range, I mean, especially with his big playability. Yeah. I'd take the over there. For sure. And, you know, who's going to be the, 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 the defensive coaches, you know, focus? Is it going to be Juju or is it going to be Deontay Johnson? It's going to be Juju. Exactly. You know, you know they're not going to get wrecked by – by Juju, so I, I could see him doing some damage. And there, and there, one corner, DeAndre Baker, uh, is like on the NFI, the the commissioner's list, due to his off season pulling a gun on someone nonsense. And you're right, that secondary is horrible. Now I love the I love the offensive tackle they drafted, but this was a team that really needed some some secondary help, and I don't think they have it. If anything. Uh, that that offense was top twenty in New York, so I could see this game even being a little bit of a shootout. We're gonna know Agreed. a little bit more going into the weekend. Mine, this should shock absolutely nobody, but I am betting under on Derrick Henry uh, week one. So I I do have some props again. Shout out to Lewis at ff underscore down under. He does a ton of stuff for charity. If you're not following him on Twitter, he's a great dude. Um, he hosts some podcasts. It's called the Fantasy Vault. And it's Australian-based. And you know how I love me some Australians. All of them. Like I should be an Australian. But anyway, so, so some of the props I got from him from a, an Australian sports book. It has Derrick Henry uh, under over 101 rushing yards. Derrick Henry over under 18 carries. Derrick Henry over under 13 receiving yards. Derrick Henry over under two receptions. The one that I really want to focus on, Dr. Kyle, is the 101 rushing yards. Holy shnikes. Yeah. This is Vegas robbing you. This is the bookie being exactly what I call him or her, the dastardly bookie. So, Dr. Kyle, did you know that Derrick Henry played in Denver last year? Uh, I do now. The, the Mile High City. Yeah. You know, it was one of his lowest rush attempt games of the season. He had 15. His lowest of the season was 13. Then he had two games at 15. But, wow. on, but on average, he played 15 games that had 303 regular season carries. So he averaged 20 carries a game. So he, significantly so, he had Yeah, he had 75% of his seasonal average in that game. So 15, 15 rushing attempts, Dr. Kyle. How, how many yards did he rush for? Putting you on the spot here. I'm going to go with 63. Uh, how about you cut that by more than half? He had 28. He had 28 total rushing yards. Yeah. on 15 carries and the loss of Vaughn Miller does not bother me 
at all. Denver last year was 15th, I mean, excuse me, 16th versus the rush as far as total yardage and only gave up nine rushing touchdowns all year. We mentioned earlier in the show that Denver is 24-6 and six straight up uh, against opponents in the first month of the season. And you know, do you know how many 100-yard rushers this Denver Broncos team gave up last year? Now, mind you, they, they played Dalvin Cook. Um, they played Aaron Jones. Um, they played the, 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 the Colts. They played the Texans. They played the Titans. We just talked about Derrick Henry was not one of those two. Oh, I just gave away the answer. It's two. They gave away. They gave up. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to do it. Wait, wait, I got the answer. I think it's two. Ah, man, you're good at this game. No, they, they gave up two 100-yard rushers all year. They played Melvin Gordon twice, Austin, okay. e- Austin Eckler twice. Yeah. And throughout the season, they gave up uh, a bunch of yards to Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette actually had 225 against them. I think wow. that was the game where he broke that one 80-yard rush or 69-yard rush, whatever it was. And yeah. then Devin Singletary had 106. Wow. Outside of that, Dalvin Cook didn't get a hundy. Aaron Jones didn't get a hundy. Marlon Mack had like 79. I think Josh Mel- Jacobs twice. Or Josh, maybe once if it was. Yeah, I don't remember. When, yeah. So out of all those running backs, so for me, you get the hype of Monday night football, primetime game. You get that adrenaline rush. These teams are going to fly in. They're not going to have a whole lot of time to acclimate because they don't want them to be in these strange cities and strange environments due to the possibility of COVID. I wouldn't even be surprised due to league rules. I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee didn't even fly in day of. I would actually love to find out that information because that could even cause me to bet the Denver plus three. Mm. Because if you get there day of and you have no time to acclimate to that altitude, and, and my family has roots back to Tennessee, if you can't tell by my voice. But I can tell you it's hilly there, but th- there's a, a definite difference between Nashville and Denver. So for all those reasons, when I get an official rushing total on Derrick Henry, I will be betting the under. Dr. Yeah. Kyle, did, did I lay out a, a clear and concise uh, case against? Yeah, I'm going to the ATM tomorrow, cashing out a couple 20s, and I'm going to stamp them. I'm, not, I'm just going to write an address right on the 20, put a stamp in the corner, just write Memphis, Indianapolis. Hey, man, um, you know, we, we put a lot of work into these. And, and like I said, so far we've given out, I don't know, five or six wagers that we like. And we, we may face, uh, not Facebook Live, I don't really want to get into Facebook, especially around politics time. But we will YouTube live some more. But remember, yeah. number one, uh, never bet more than you should. If it even makes you slightly uncomfortable, bet half. And I, I don't, I, I have no interest. I, I don't need to. I'm not a professional gambler. I like to gamble to have fun. Makes the games a little bit more exciting when you're watching them. But I, I shared the story last week of Colin Cowherd. Again, this is a media mogul. This is a guy who's got millions of dollars, and he considers himself a hundred dollar a game better. So, you know, he's clearly betting within his means. I'm clearly betting within mine, and I hope this finds you betting clearly within inside of yours. So, all right, so with the gambling stuff out of the way, you ready to jump into some DFS? Let's do it. Let's get it on. So we're going to start with, uh, you want to go cash game or tournament plays? Let's go cash first. All right, let's go cash. Is, is there a cash game play that you just feel like has to be in your lineup that he is so solid that you just don't have any other option? So for me... It's two guys in the same game. I'm cool with either of them, and it's DK Metcalf or Calvin Ridley. They're both cheaper than their wide receiver counterparts for their respective teams. Yeah, so for me, uh, this game has all the makings of shootout potential, 
And with DK being the much cheaper price than Lockett and Calvin Ridley, Ridley being much cheaper than uh, Julio, then I, I feel like you can't go wrong with one of them if it's going to allow you to pay up a little bit more for the tight end position for a Kittle or, you know, a strong RB1 in, you know, a McCaffrey or Barkley. Okay. Well, for me, I, I went with Josh Jacobs. I'm, I'm going to have Josh Jacobs in just about every every single lineup that I'm in. I think that that spot in Oakland is a, a smash spot, and they're actually in Carolina. But how is John Gruden going to win this game? First game of the season, you got to fly all the way across the country. You know, you want to get in, take care of business, and get out. You've got two rookie wide receivers starting. You got a second year slot guy. You got Darren the Walrus. What do you do? You you pound the ball, pound the ball, pound the ball. I, I think he'll be a very chalk option for this, you know, for DFS and cash games on Sunday due to him being only eighty two hundred and a very viable option. I, th- I think uh, I think CMC was ten thousand. And I don't think he has the receiving floor, but I'm using FanDuel as my model, and I believe they're the half-point PPR scoring format versus DraftKings full-point PPR. I I love Josh Jacobs in this game, and I really think he's going to be more involved in the passing game this year. So he is my cash game play. Another one uh, in all formats, Miles Sanders. The alleged hamstring injury does not make me nervous. I think he'll be out there. The alleged on a pitch count doesn't make me nervous. I mean, let me ask you a question, Dr. Kyle, especially as my injury expert. If if his hamstring was or his lower body injury was as bad as we've been told that it is, wouldn't they have signed somebody? Or wouldn't they have done something to, you know, have bolstered that running back room if he was really in bad shape? Yeah, and they've they've had every chance to add depth to that uh running back or that, that backfield all off season. And here he is your uh quote unquote as uh Deuce Staley said, potential workhorse for this year. And he's, he's now shown for a couple of weeks that he's not even 100%, and they have not, not ponied up at all. Um, yeah, my, I, I, my, my DFS this week is going to have lots of Eagles. I think I'm going to have Wentz, uh, Wentz, Ertz, Sanders, and then one other guy when we're talking my, my tourney pick. All right. Well, go ahead. Well, I'll go ahead and roll into one more cash game play before we uh, – I'm also rolling Devontae Adams this week. He absolutely abused, I mean abused Green Bay last year uh, in, in the regular season. He had, Minnesota. Um, excuse me, Minnesota, thank you. Yeah. He had, in uh, the, the, the Christmas game on 12-23, he had 16 targets, 13 catches, uh, and 116 receiving yards. And then early in the season, he had seven receptions for 106 yards. Feels like a smash. Oh, and by the way, the Minnesota Vikings got rid of all their cornerbacks, and the guys who are starting at corner this season, I believe collectively they have nine starts under their belts. And now you're going to take on Aaron Rodgers. Now you're going to take on Devontae Adams, uh, one of the best quarterback and wide receiver tandems in all of football in a game where you know Minnesota is usually pretty good against the run. And I just see Adams just absolutely gobbling up targets again like he did in that 12-23 game. Uh, in, in a cash game, he feels like a very safe must-have this week. Anything on that before we start kicking into some uh, to some tournament plays? No, I love that justification for Adams this week. All right, man. Why don't you give us your uh, your tournament play, a guy that, that you're looking to uh, to be the secret sauce in a, in a in a winner this week? Deshaun Jackson. I do not have his price on hand. If you could deliver that to the people for us, 
But you know, oh, we well, talked about. Let me let me be the man of the people on uh, FanDuel. He is going for fifty seven hundred. He's in what he's in the lineup that I, I continually refer to. So I can screenshot this out. I can share this on Twitter. Uh, this is the lineup I'm rolling. I've got every one of these guys in here that I've mentioned. I've got Jacobs. I've got Adams. I've got Sanders, and I've got Deshaun Jackson. Go ahead with your rationale for liking Deshaun Jackson. Uh, I mean, I don't know if anybody remembers. You, you already alluded to that first game of the season last year. Um, Deshaun Jackson ran by that Redskins defense, I think, two or three times on his way to uh, you know, 150-plus and a couple touchdowns. I've heard that he's in, he, he's in the best shape in years. He finally took his offseason as serious as he had to to work out, and he is you know, torching corners in, um, in practice. And so for that price, with that upside, you know, Rager, yeah, he's practicing again, but he's still a rookie. He's still a little bit banged up. Um, Miles Sanders a little bit banged up. Carson Wentz is going to be chucking the ball. And, uh, you know, you already alluded to liking the over in that game. So give me, give me one of the cheaper pieces with big play potential in Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I've, I've got him in my lineup. I, and actually, I had to pivot because originally in the lineup that I keep referring to, I had Mike Williams. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I had I had to pivot, and based on the amount of money I had left on this FanDuel uh, tournament um, in, in this play, I pivoted to Christian Kirk. You referred to earlier the San Francisco-Arizona matchup, and with DeAndre Hopkins drawing Richard Sherman, the number one corner, and not having quite the rapport of Christian Kirk with, you know, Kyler Murray and if Arizona and and I think a lot of people have a Garoppolo Kittle stack. By the way, I'm telling you my entire lineup. I also have a uh, a Kittle Garoppolo stack in this game as well. Well, well, how do you keep up? You you got to throw the ball. And let's not pretend for two seconds that you know we're not capable of seeing the game that Christian Kirk had against Tampa Bay in November last year, where he had six receptions for 138 yards and three touchdowns. That's the kind of play that I'm looking for in a tournament to give me a legitimate shot to win the thing. So, uh, one thing about Kirk, he was my pivot from Mike Williams, and who did you pivot to from Williams? I pivoted to Deshaun Jackson. Okay, because that makes yeah. sense. Because because all these guys were like sub six thousand on Fanduel. Yes. Yeah. And so we're there. So hell, what the hell? I've already read my entire lineup. I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, just give it to you. Uh, yeah, I've got Jacobs Adams. Kittle and Garoppolo, Miles Sanders, uh, Raheem Mostert, Christian Kirk, Deshaun Jackson, and the Dolphins' defense. I'm sorry. I am not afraid of Cam Newton one bit in week one. I have not, I've yet to see him throw a football in any kind of coverage. That doesn't mean that he can't do it. But I know that the, the camp reports that I've read that gave me the statistics in camp, he was completing about 61%. And I don't know if Xavier and Howard plays, but I know they added Byron Jones. I know they added Van Noy. They added a lot of talent to this defense. And I can tell you right now that Brian Flores and this Dolphins team is not afraid to go into New England and battle these, this Patriots team. And the Patriots are notoriously slow starters. Bill Belichick has looked at the first four weeks of the season as kind of his warm-up games. Right. So, so for all those reasons, I really like Miami's uh, defense. They're $3,500. they are dirt cheap this week. You and I have already bet two bets on Miami combined. We've got Miami on the money line, and we've got Miami plus six and a half. And those are my justifications for firing up the Dolphins this week. 
I like it. Yeah. Um, that's for, for the first time ever. I'm going to look forward to watching a Dolphins Patriots game as a, as a Cowboys fan growing up in the Northeast. If I ever dreaded watching Dolphins, Bills, Bills, Pats, Dolphins, Pats, man, we can finally win something out of it. Yeah. Well, I'm listen, man, I'm very excited to see your YouTube live. You'll give us a little bit about what, when do you think you'll, you want to do that? I, I think Saturday would maybe be better. Yeah, Saturday morning sounds great. Saturday morning or maybe Sunday morning, a quick five or ten minute. Uh, you you can uh, get that official line on Deontay Johnson. Yep. And you can give us a you know some high level stuff, guys. If if you want to get down in the weeds with some of these injuries, you can go on Twitter. You can find Doctor Jesse Morse, or you can find Doctor Kyle here, or you can find a lot of people. But if you're looking for the high level, Michael, you know Mike Evans. Uh, I know David Montgomery returned to practice. W- what are we seeing out of Rager? I would yeah. much rather bother you Sunday morning, have you take that iPhone, turn it around backwards, and give us a quick YouTube live video. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm looking for that prop bet on Derrick Henry, and I, I might drop another nugget or two on there. But I want to thank you for jumping in. We apologize for being a few minutes late tonight. We had uh, we had some of them good old technological issues. Uh, we battled through one with uh, Dr. <laughs> Kyle. He, he had to pivot from yeah. like, so, so if you watch the, the, the DK Metcalf jersey giveaway videos, not one, but two, um, you know, uh, I had to go from phone to laptop, and Dr. Kyle went from laptop to phone. So, but that's the links that we'll go to here to help you set good lineups, to help, you know, create good DFS rosters, and to, uh, to be on the right side of action, Dr. Kyle. Hey, Amen. I want to go back to the video and see what my... Uh what my my pit stop time was i felt like i was pretty efficient from one to the next well here's the thing for the podcast listener you're never going to know it because i'm going to clean that up a little bit in post-production but if you want to see it live you should be subscribed to the youtube you could have watched it as the whole thing was going down (laughs) but uh one thing in two weeks two weeks from tonight dr kyle and i we're probably going to start 15 minutes early we're going to start at 9 15 uh and we've all been invited to be on a live stream over at the goat district podcast It'll be me, it'll be Dr. Kyle, if he's able, and uh, Jerry, along with Dan and JD of the Goat District. You know, we'll be uh, chatting up some Dynasty Fantasy Football, probably some some Betty Nuggets and stuff like that. But if you like the podcast, rate and review, leave us a five-star, check out all of our wonderful sponsors. If you just go to Dynasty Warzone on Twitter or at DWZ Memphis on Twitter, all of our sponsors, promo codes, and links are all right there. All you got to do is go there. They're also in the show notes of the podcast you're listening to. We've made it super easy for you to support us and to support our sponsors. And if you're not in a position to support the sponsors in that way, you can always leave us a five-star. Five-star rating and review goes a long way toward helping us get different sponsors. So um, check us out. Check out our sponsors. And uh, Dr. Kyle, anything on the way out? Uh, You know, I'll be quick, but I want to answer. There was uh, one comment or question in the Patreon today about um, Montgomery having access to, you know, he's a professional athlete having access to the, the greatest, uh, you know, healthcare out there. And that's like a little bit of a, a myth. You would think that these billion dollar teams with million dollar assets would have the greatest PTs and ATCs. But at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, a little bit of a, a little pat on my back, but this is why some players pay my boss and I um, money to and to fly us out to them to work with them for a couple of days before the game. Um, you know, I'm happy to talk more about that maybe on one of the the YouTube lives. But just because Montgomery plays for the Bears who are worth X amount of money doesn't mean he's getting you know jack shit 
return on uh, on that adductor. So, you know, we'll touch on that more this weekend. But he's uh, he's going to be a wait and see for me because he is not so involved in the passing game. And there's for me, there's a little upside to start a guy like that coming off of an injury like that. Yeah, I mean, why would you run a guy with a with a lower body injury that's questionable against a head coach that uses a pencil on a laminated piece of paper? That guy's crafty. He's uh, he he is luring you in. I'll tell you, I wouldn't start Monty unless uh, you gave me a clean bill of health. And what's the point? You know, what's the point in rushing them back? You know, there, yeah. there's a lot there's a lot of season. But I will also say, similar to the Miles Sanders, they didn't rush right out and bring in. You know Devonta Adams. They didn't do, uh, not excuse me, not Adams. Uh, Freeman. Freeman. De- yeah, yeah, Devonta Freeman. They, they didn't rush right out and and make any of those sudden moves. So that gives me some some hope. But I think if I was going to play a bear in the backfield this week, especially in a full point PPR format, it'd be Tariq Cohen. Um, this could be a shootout. Um, the last three times that Mitch Trubisky has played the Lions, he's had like three straight three touchdown games. And then we've all, you know, raved and hooted and hollered for Matthew Stafford. So this could be one of those sneaky high-scoring games in Detroit. So a little something on the way out. Dr. Kyle and I will both drop you a live YouTube video. Make sure you are subscribed. Uh, It's at the Dynasty Warzone on YouTube. Subscribe, turn on the notifications, bada-boom. And then on Monday, you'll get Matty Big Chest with uh, some, some Dynasty Table Talk. Uh, we'll be in and out of the YouTube a lot, a lot of five and ten minute videos, just to uh, to wet your whistle because there's nothing nothing wrong with a good podcast on the live stream, right, Kyle? We like to podcast, amen, and we like to party, but at the same time, sometimes you need information in real time, and that's the biggest at, uh, attribute of the of the YouTube, especially with having a good doctor on staff. And speaking of Doctor Kyle, uh, he is at dwz underscore pt. And I am at DWZ Memphis. And remember, here at the Fabulous Big Bet, we want to remind you that money won is twice as sweet as money earned. We'll be back here live next week for week two. And we'll be having some live videos. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great weekend. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands in Monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my dynasty passion to the next level and i'll tell you what well let's just say there's writer downers for days in the patreon the member you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show you also get access to memphis and jerry for one-on-one advice personal dynasty dilemmas they'll tackle them for you help you out with it you just don't get that anywhere else but i'd say my favorite part about the patreon is the uh the group chat Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds, tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up. And you can thank me later in the group chat. You can take that to the bank.